Stephen. Um, Hello, mate. I don't have anything. You don't what? I've got nothing. <laughs> Not according to this pad I'm looking at, mate. No, no, I'm just talking <laughs> about generally, you know. Uh, oh. yeah. Just generally. Uh, although I have just had my Today Show bumped to Monday, so oh. that means I can sleep that's in. A, that's that's an outrage. I'm, I'm okay. What with have you it. been bumped for? Um, look, Bali, I, the Bali. Here's 20, what 20 I don't years. do. I don't watch the Today Show on, <laughs> at, a, at a moment when I'm meant to be on and I've been bumped. Because I don't know. You I, don't like to see what's replaced you. Yeah, I don't want to go. Like that was rubbish. What are you doing? Mine was <laughs> definitely going to be better. Of so, course, you're going to think that. Yeah, I'm just going to change my microphone. You have to talk for a second. That's. Uh, it's worked. Oh, that's you. I, I can't. I can't hear myself. You gibberer. <laughs> I've pressed. I've wrong. I've changed your. Mate, do you know how to use this thing or what? Do you know how to use this? I can't hear you either. I've got to remember oh, to. There you, go. there you go. We need to export this show because it's now saved. Properly. Okay. You're, you, this is, I pilot the movie program. Yeah. You pilot this program. Yeah, well, mate, mate we're about it, to crash there. Right, we're okay? about to crash there. Get okay? it right. Our movie, by the way, this week is a cracker, Interstellar. So make sure yeah. you listen in. We'll see. Cracking movie, yeah. Hopefully I'll Trevor you know. likes it. He didn't like last week's. He didn't like Glenn Gary Glenn Ross last well, week, and I told movie. him what I thought about it. The D-Gen did a better <laughs> job of that than... Glen Gary Glen Rich. That yeah. was a funny thing. Very mate, funny. the fact that the D generation did it must have meant that it was a cult. It you know why? Tony Martin touch point. Tony Martin is an outrageous. You'd get on with it. Movie buff, yeah. right? He <laughs> so on his podcast, um, which is called Sizzle Town. Yeah. Have you ever heard it? Yeah. We've been mentioned on it, have we? Yeah. The the fart yeah. noises. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's honestly. The best podcast I've ever heard, and I've only heard two. Apart from two blokes, and oh, I've never listened to two blokes. <laughs> um, Tech guy at EFT. It's just it's because it's a talkback show that's all made up. It's just so funny. It's yeah. it's because I lived and breathed talkback radio for so long. Yeah. It's it's Is my it still life. Going? You know, still going now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He only does one a month. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice. But there was a period. Nice I think pace. there was a summer or over Christmas or something. He went. You know what? I'm just going to talk movies, and he talked through every. I think every movie he had ever seen, or was what? it a top? And he would talk about like. Like he kept a log of every movie he's ever watched. It was wow, mate. It was full on. He, he like he's got a book of the movies that he saw because he's like you. He sees everything in the movies. There you go. It'd be a fascinating one for you to listen yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, mate. I Wild. tell you, I've got to say, I used to do that myself. I like in, in a diary or I'd note when I saw a movie. Right. So I'd say, okay, I saw this at the movies, you know, and. Yeah, um, that's, that's that's definitely nerd, not something I've done. The nerdy side but of me coming out. You know, well, well, now we mentioned nerds. Let me uh, yeah. let me present to you uh, New South Wales's biggest nerd. <laughs> Who are we looking at here? Ah, Dominic Perrottet yeah, right. in Year Twelve. Okay, he wow. posted this on his Facebook he page. Looks the same. And Get the uh, he, took, he took a photo of all of his Year Twelve study notes. Whoa! What? No wonder a nerd. he became, no wonder he yeah. became premier. It's mate. It's the st- it's the stack the size of a ten year old. Oh, we he studied hard, eh? And he goes, "Good luck to the tens of thousands of HSC students across New South Wales <laughs> as they embark on their exams." He doesn't my, talk like that. My fondest <laughs> memory was when we were finally able to dispose of my notes. Wow, that's a bit of a was it a humble brag, mate? Dork. Yeah, wow, he studied a lot. Is you, dork your, still a word? Your your, your notes wouldn't how how they would they have gone? I wouldn't have taken a note. <laughs> I don't remember Trevor ever had taking a, a note. <laughs> but I studied. I studied a bit for my UHS. Not a I chance. Had, I had a crack. No. Nah. Yeah. If Not anything, I, I had a quick squiz the night before. <laughs> Which, by really? the way, shows in my results. Wow. Um, okay. Apart from the top 1% to 2% in the state in maths. But, um, what? In maths ve- in society. Veg maths, yeah. Veg <laughs> maths, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. 
my my ten year old could have got that that mark for you. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> it's uh, it's you not know. that I have a ten year old, but yeah, she would have at ten. Would at have, ten, uh, she would have smashed yeah, me yeah. in maths. Are we she saying would've, she would have? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually um, I'm actually going to Parliament earlier today. Um, yes, <laughs> as this podcast comes out. Yep. Taking Victoria to Parliament oh, yeah. House. Yeah, all the all the leadership team at the primary school. Are so Macquarie Street. Yeah, going to Macquarie New South Wales Parliament yep. House. Yeah, yep. State Parliament. That's right. Lovely. Looking forward to it. And I've written a note to the school to say she's not coming back because I'm taking it to question time. Ah. No, we're sticking around. We're going to have Good lunch idea. and go That's to question awesome. time. That's cool. Yeah. Is she not? A, oh, so she's got an excursion. It's yeah, so the school be... takes the prefects and the school captains. Right. To and meet... the parents are allowed to chaperone. Yeah, to, uh, to meet the, the local member at Parliament House. That's a good idea. Maybe get In a little fact, tour. That, I'll tell you a story. Yeah. In 1984, when I was in year 11, yeah. okay, you idiot. <laughs> when, I was when I was in year 11, so I was, what, 16, okay, Okay, can you stop laughing now? <laughs> you go I was picked out of uh, – I was one of 100 students picked yep. to attend the Queen – 100 out of 110? Queen Elizabeth – no, this is na- nationwide. Oh, nationwide. Nationwide. I was one of 100 yeah. picked to attend the Queen Elizabeth Silver Jubilee Trust for Young Australians, chose me, to attend to go to Canberra. Right. And uh, I remember because I represented Pagewood Morris, my school – and one of my school, one of my, sorry, one of my footy teammates from South Sydney High, Wade Harper, who's now a successful shoulder surgeon, he's a surgeon, he was nominated for South Sydney. So he's, he was, he and I, we knew each other before we did, we went on this um, this trip to Canberra. Wow. And that was, again, an attempt, at the time, my local member was Lionel Bowen, who was the Deputy Prime Minister at the time. Hawkey was Prime Minister at the time. Mm-hmm. I met him too. Met um, the Lionel Bond, had a, had a lunch with him, him, me and Wade, because we were local yeah. members. And uh, that was my little trip to Canberra. Wow. And I even got to meet, because they, they knew I wanted to be a journalist, got to meet Barry Cassidy, who was at the time the ABC's yeah. political correspondent. I actually introduced him when he had to do the talk. So I got to meet him, talk to him, and then I read out the, I, I introduced him to the to the rest of us who did yep. it. And, uh, mate, that was quite a uh, an experience. Yeah, and those hundred people, I still keep in touch with some. A couple of them actually, some one of them started working at News Limited when I was there, and yeah, so there a lot of girls from around the ground Australia. So it was a, a nice, <laughs> a nice, a nice mixer. It was a good mixer, <laughs> a mixer. <laughs> yeah, there was, was that uh, in the old Palm House or the new one? Uh, the I can't remember. Oh, that no, was, was old, old, because the new oh. one came out of 88. Oh, okay. So it was, was old Parliament I was actually House. making an old joke. But no, it was, <laughs> it was old legit. Parliament House, you idiot. It was old when Parliament I went House. to Canberra with school, we were... <laughs> it we, was a new Parliament No, no, House. I think it was in construction. Yes, it was. So this, this was too. This was, you could see, because it's... Because they had the, a model and they showed yeah, us the model. this was old Parliament no. House. In fact, in oh. fact, there's a group photo of 100 of us and all the people, the, the, the teachers and stuff that came yeah. along, on the steps of the old Parliament House. Yeah, I'll dig it out. I'll, I think I've got it somewhere. I'll show you. Yeah, I'm busy 1984, baby. And yeah, I, I met some people, including some girls on the trip. It was good. We kept in touch. It was an interesting time. <laughs> Mate, it was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. Oh, but that's can't. my trip to Parliament. Just like Victoria's going to meet her local member and your local member. Well, yeah. Which, who, who is it? Who let's is it, let's be honest. It's Matt Keane. We know him very okay. well. Oh, there you go. Like, right this on. is the thing okay. for Vivi. It's actually hard for the other kids. Yeah. He's going to come in and go, hi, Victoria. Because hey. like, he knows of my name. Yeah, right. Didn't your missus work for him? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Still yeah. work for him or not? No, no, no. 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 
brushed him. Yeah, brush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not allowed. I, I had to bring in book uh, to go to question time. Uh, you know, book seats. And really? It's your like, book seats? You like know, a concert? Yeah, I guess. you got to allocate. You to put your yeah. name down just in case ah. it's busy. I hope that I oh, get yeah, right, priority, okay. right? Okay. Um, you're not allowed to take photos or video. I'm like, I'm taking a photo. Are you kidding? They'll drag you out the headlock. My, these mate. are my taxes. They'll drag you out the headlock. That way you might make the news. Tech journalist Trevor Long was manhandled out of Parliament House today. <laughs> you might make the uh, four thirty news or something. Four thirty, that's okay. <laughs> I'll make out with four thirty. Peter Overton might be reading your name out at six o'clock. <laughs> Pete'll, Pete'll stumble on it. Hopefully, he just brushes it. Anyway, um, all right, let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 556 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. We appreciate their support and we'll tell you more about your home networking needs. Um, we've actually got a review of a, a, a Netgear product during the show as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Uh, separate to the sponsorship. And uh, Arlo, of course, with the great... Um, smart home accessories. If you're listening um, and you're aware of my daily giveaway on EFTM, yes. Arlo product was, was earlier yesterday. in the week, but there will be another one. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say. Boom. And let's be honest. Nice like, nice little side promotion. Make I've, got, you. I've got $25,000 <laughs> worth of prizes, right? Yep. And let's be clear, the good ones are all the end. Ah, of course. You've got to keep Like, I've stacked it heavy to the yeah, end. of course, mate. Of and course. there's some cracking stuff. So hang stuff. in there. Is that what you're saying? Hang, hang in, in there. there. Hang Are in you there, allowed to enter gentlemen. every day? Or you can enter every day. You can only win once, though. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. If you win, you can't win a prize if you've won within the last 31 days oh, is the go. term and condition. Happy days. Um, so, yes, all that's happening at EFTM.com. Um, so, also at EFTM.com was a rant by one Trevor Long. Yeah. Um, because some months ago, I'd have to check the date, but I couldn't be bothered. Um, Telstra and TPG, TPG now being Vodafone. And to be honest, I'm just going to call them Vodafone because I think yeah. people recognise that, right? Fair enough. <clears throat> but Telstra and Vodafone announced they were entering into a network sharing arrangement. And this was basically very strange because you think, why would Telstra let Vodafone customers onto their network in regional areas when there's no benefit to them? But actually, it's a two-way street. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yep. So essentially, and let's assume there's a bunch of money-changing hands as well, but the benefits yeah. here are, um, what happens is if you're a Vodafone customer like Stephen and I, yep. and we go to Timbuktu where Vodafone doesn't have a tower but Telstra does, right. our phone will show, it'll go Vodafone R for roaming, um, and we'll know that we're roaming onto the Telstra network, right? right? Yep. We won't pay more, nothing to do for us, yep. but you know, obviously Optus, or, sorry, Vodafone will pay a little money to Telstra, whatever so happens, This was right? a deal done by Telstra and Vodafone. Vodafone, yep. some months ago. Right. And Vodafone are offering Telstra in return some spectrum. So they're going to share a bit of Vodafone. Vodafone's got some premium spectrum, right? Yep. And I, what I'm just, I'm simplifying in a big way. But what I understand is Vodafone and Telstra are going to share that so that Telstra can make better planning of their spectrum right. and get better bandwidth and broad. And so it's stuff. sort of you know, one hand washing the other here. Exactly right. So good, good deal. Yep. And because it's a big, two big companies in a heavily regulated area, the ACCC need to sign off on this, right? right. So a few months ago, the ACCC opened their investigation into this, and okay. they called for submissions. And now and you were aware of this at the time? I was aware of this back then. And, oh. and you're saying, before you go, what was your – you think, oh, this is a no-brainer. They're going to yeah. let this go. I, I assumed it was a no-brainer. I, I, I read some of the original submissions. You know, Optus obviously not happy, filthy, 
<coughs> and that's probably because Burger Optus Lyft, has yeah. a current network sharing agree- agreement with Vodafone to roam on the 3G networks. Ah. So this deal isn't Which, uncommon. Yeah, it exists already. The it's 3G. Just, is this is for the 4G and right, 5G networks, right, right, right. right? Okay, but 3G in, in the next year is going to be kaput. Anyway. So Optus not happy, and there's yeah. definitely some other companies that ah, have submitted saying okay. not good. Right, but broadly. You know, customers and the Australian Trucking Association wrote that this would be awesome. Yeah. And so I thought, bugger it. And I wrote a submission into the into the original one. And I just yep. said, look, I talk to real people all the time. And what they want is value and competition. And in the city, if someone rings me and says, I'm with Telstra and I want this, I say, there's other, other options. What are you talking about? Just save some money. I can save you money. Yeah. There is... Hundreds of different plans to choose from. In the bush, as you would well know, Stephen, when people ring us or talk yeah. to us or email us, if they're living in the bush, often they'll yeah. say, I can only be with Telstra because that's all I've got out here. Yep. And so that's very restrictive. Of course. Leaving aside the fact that you could switch to Boost, right, yep. because that would work, um, there are yeah. still cheaper plans than even Boost. Yep. So my argument it's is… It's still essentially <coughs> the Telstra network, though, isn't it? It's still Telstra. But Boost… Boost is a Telstra, isn't it? Yeah, Boost is 100% Telstra. Yeah. I'm just saying, leaving aside the fact okay, that you yeah, could yeah. switch to Boost. Which still uses Telstra. Yeah, there right. are there yeah. are cheaper plans than Boost as well, right? right? Yes. But they're not available in re- in regional areas. Yeah, right. So you could go in, a, in, in the city, Kogan, 120 bucks, 120 gig, one month, one, one, year, year, one year, done, yeah. right? Well, my parents That's have, cheaper yeah. than Boost uh, yeah. uh, every day of the week. Okay. So I assume they're pretty good. The... ACCC has released a draft statement. It's not a draft finding. It's a draft yep. statement. And it is long. It is boring. It is many, many pages. And it really doesn't seem to indicate that they're in favour of this. Because it well, talks a lot about technology and networks and 10 years and what's going to happen in 20 years. And it doesn't really just talk about the fact that customers are going to get more choice. It's the ACCC, Australian Competition Consumer yeah. Commission. Yeah. Competition consumers. Yeah. That should be all they're worried so about. So they're, they're worried that this is anti-competitive. Yes. And and the fact that, that Optus is not involved. Do you reckon Optus loaded yes. got in their ear? And Mate, their the statement, Optus' statement is yeah. many pages and is So they made a submission the to the yes. ACCC. Yes. And so that's sort of, they've they've sort of loaded the loaded the gun there. Yeah, the gun is loaded. Supplied the bullets for the and, gun. And the ACCC <laughs> is, is quite well possibly going to deny this. It's, let me be clear. It's not a merger of the companies. It's a network sharing agreement, yeah. right? So the two companies still, still operate separate independently. Ent- still Correct. a separate entity. 100%. If this, honestly, if the ACCC was considering a merger between Vodafone or TPG and Telstra, yeah. I would not be in favour of. Yeah. Because I think taking a network out of course. would be anti-competitive. Yeah, of course. But this is just a network sharing agreement. Yeah. So in certain areas, not across the whole country, in certain country areas where... The signal is only Telstra. If you're a Vodafone customer, you get to piggyback that. And for a I've got time. no doubt that Telstra is even limiting. You know how um, I don't know what's another one, Coles or no Woolworths. One of them is Aldi. on the Telstra network. Aldi, Aldi's a good Aldi. One. Yeah. So Aldi is not the full Telstra network. Yes. Whereas Boost is the full Telstra network, including the five G network. Yeah. My forget five G for a moment. But just yeah. talk about whether it's the full or not. All right. I'm going to assume this network sharing deal is the Aldi-style network, right? Right. Which, by the way, is 99.99% of the Telstra network. You'd have to be in literally Timbuktu to not get coverage. So I just, mate, I can't understand how this isn't a great big deal for the bush. So if you're in the bush right now and you're thinking, well, Telstra's my only choice, I say to you, are you spending more than $120 a year on on mobile phone? If you are... You should write to the ACCC 
and tell them it's outrageous that people in the city yeah. get to choose from hundreds of telcos and you get to choose from one or two. Well, here's, here's the issue for me here, right? The ACCCs, obviously, they're against anti-competitive behaviour. Correct. Correct. So wouldn't it be that this is is not – it's not – it's competitive – it's, it's it, at so its very the, core, yeah, creating the, the competition. Telstra, like Telstra, if Telstra said, no, stuff you, we're the only network. Yes. If you want a network, you got to be us. Yes. Isn't that anti-competitive? Yes. So the fact that Vodafone is saying, well, we're going to allow our customers to use another network. So isn't that the whole idea of being The very fact that the, the simple regional outcome to this is you'll be able to get, you'll see a billboard for Vodafone yeah. and instead of saying, oh, I can't use that because it's not, not as good as Telstra, you'll go, well, that's a better deal. Yeah. If if we're creating better options for consumers, yeah. how is this not the right Absolutely thing to do? Absolutely right. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm my argument all week has been in these situations, and I, as we just mentioned before the show started, you know, my family has worked in politics. So I've seen enough of, of politics to understand that actually yeah. public interest can sway things. Of course can. If you write to your local member, they know about it. They don't get that many letters. They don't see the letters. If everyone, not everyone, if just 100 people listening right now yeah. wrote a submission to the ACCC, and the email address is easy to find. It's on my article on EFTM. Yep. If 100 people did that, and you don't, don't you can be against it. I don't care. Yeah. But if you write two yeah, paragraphs an opinion, and just yeah. say, I've read about this TPG and Telstra deal, I think X, Y, Z. So obviously Optus are feeling <coughs> left out here. Yeah. So Optus think, well, why should they? Why should they only have the choice of? Here's where the anti-competitive thing comes in. Optus's argument is, well, why should Vodafone customers only have the choice of Telstra? Well, why don't they have the choice of Optus? So, uh, two well. maybe three years ago, yeah. there was a case before the ACCC for domestic roaming, which was Vodafone suggesting to the ACCC that all networks should open up all their networks to each other. Right. Right. Okay. And let the customer decide. And the ACCC well, brushed the, it. Really? Yeah. The ACCC did not want domestic roaming, which was every network being able to roam across every network and, you know, sort it out amongst yourselves and mm. offer the best deals. So if they didn't want that and they don't want this, what the hell do they want? What do they want? Yeah, well. Honestly, I just strange. need people to take 10 minutes out of their lives well, and send like, an email to the ACCC. For people living in the city, they don't <laughs> care, right? But for the, the many people that you said, we talk to them on the radio and they contact yeah. you and me, they're the ones who are affected here if there is... Giving them, and I can't understand how giving them an option rather than limiting their choice, how that how the ACCC can have a problem with it that. It makes no sense. So <clears throat> broadly, I as Optus, I understand Optus it... Optus have come in hard here. Yeah, but they, they yeah. can't... It's not just one company that sways yeah. the ACCC, but well. I think there's... there's ACCC talked about their concern over lack of investment in regional areas. Mate, I don't want to break to you. Vodafone's never going to build a tower in the middle of nowhere. No. There's no money in it for them. Telstra decided to do it, though. Telstra have done it. Telstra, Telstra have built more, or they've given more coverage out in those areas. Yeah, but also they've got hundreds of millions of dollars worth of government black spot funding to build some towers too. It's not uh, that they're doing it for funsies sometimes, right? Yeah. So, uh, honestly, it makes no sense. I don't care what the technical argument is mm. because obviously the concern is if this is a 10-year agreement, right, yeah. what happens after 10 years? Dude, we're going to have 6G in 10 years. Can we... <laughs> Less like, than that. Let's yeah. cross that bridge when we get there. And by yeah. the way, what's the worst that happens? Everyone is stuck and left stranded and they have to switch back to Telstra. Like this, this, this could like this could potentially be a safety issue, couldn't it? Like imagine if you say that this is denied, mm. 
and you're a Vodafone customer travelling in the middle of nowhere, you get no coverage. The the, the potential. No, for because it, uh, every phone works on every network for triple zero. Okay. Yeah. Right. So if you're in if you're in the middle of nowhere and there's Telstra Tower right next to you and you're a Vodafone customer and you dial triple zero, it'll or one one two, it'll, it'll, use it'll work. Yeah. Right, okay. Um. But here's here's a final number I'll give you, right? And I, I did some rough estimate ages ago, but. If there's four point, they say there's four point four million customers affected by this, right? Yep, mate. Four point four million. Four point four million mate, customers that's fall a, under this regional that's, coverage that's, area. That's a fifth of the population. Yes. Yeah. And now, if each of them could save a hundred dollars a year, yeah, mate, that's a lot of money going back into the economy. Yeah, and right. when 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 petrol's going up and rates are going up, yeah, this interest, is the only rate, yeah, the yeah. mobile phone bill. I believe is. The, the easiest lever in your home yeah. to use to save money. Yep. I, I just, it, it really is. You could you could unsubscribe from every streaming service, but you're just stuck with free-to-air TV too, I guess. But, but You know what? It's, <laughs> it's know sometimes what harder to switch those I off know, than yeah. it is to su- switch telcos. I know what you mean. My Bottom line, make a submission, folks. And, ACCC, and what are you doing? If the ACCC don't If you're listening, this, ACCC, we'd love to hear your feedback. <laughs> But they're going to give their, their but they're still taking they're, they're, submissions. They're taking more submissions. So, but they're they're going to present that. But they say, could they very well turn around and say, you know what, what a great idea, let's do it. They could. So, you, but your feeling is that they're it's because Optus have obviously spoken up. And, and again, I don't read you know, uh, executive documents like this very well. But there was no executive summary that said we believe it looks good for them. Right. There was just a lot of technical detail and a lot more questions. So basically, the A Triple C. If you want to go into great detail, you should read their preliminary finding. But they actually asked questions of people that they were wanting submissions on. And most of them, there was a small section that were very consumer-driven, but the rest, man, they were just technical gibberish that is not creating competition. Yeah. I don't, well, that, mate, that, if that, nothing that's, that's happens, yeah, if yeah. this deal is not approved, there's no benefit to yeah. regional Australia in terms of competition. None. Yeah. They're giving customers a choice. Yes. They're giving them a choice. Isn't it unbelievably yeah, illogical? It is very weird. I think you know, but Optus Optus coming in hard with their protesters and, and others. There's no doubt there's others it. in that list. But you know what? Let's hope sanity prevails there. The submissions, are like and how we spoke. That's of. why. Yeah. I think get in there and submit real something. people submissions. Yeah. Now again, this sounds ridiculously egotistical. I'm not suggesting for a moment that I let I I helped get the Apple Pay over the line. Remember that that thing with the banks yeah. colluding together, and it was it was dismissed. I made a submission to that, and yeah. it felt good to do it. I yeah. genuinely think it's a great thing to get involved in this stuff well, because it affects the, us. Yeah, you it's, don't, they represent us. Absolutely right. And and if you if you don't express that opinion, then they don't know how you feel about and stuff. Exactly. So you can't make make decisions in a vacuum. You've they're, got to have opinions. They're reading opinions from lawyers yeah. who are acting on behalf of companies. Yeah. So be like. Out of the 120 submissions, yeah. there was like 20 that were real people. But but the, you got to remember that the A, the C, one of the Cs in the ACCC is consumer. Yeah. So the consumer. And the other one is competition. Yeah. So come on. Hello. Well, anyway, yeah. all the details of that are up at uh, EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Let's keep that theme, shall we? The telcos, and uh, I find it very interesting that Telstra has kind of broken their silence over the uh, since Optus. Uh, you know, and and one thing I I appreciate is that the other companies didn't come out and dance on their grown Optus's grave. It would have been a dangerous would've, would've game to play. Like you know how. You know when the, when the new iPhone came out, Samsung had a crack at it. Oh, what forty eight megapixel? Yeah. You know, 
the other telcos remained uh, silent. They didn't. They didn't weigh yeah. in uh, and and say anything to like, to say, oh, you know, like anything. They weren't dancing on their graves. No, that's right. right. Uh, but Telstra's come out and they've. Uh, I think the blog was from the the CEO, the new CEO, Telstra's CEO, Vicky Brady, came out talking about how I think clarifying their position on data retention and how they do it. Uh, I read between the lines on a couple of things here where the the lead that I got out of it was the fact that they're in support of any changes that may come from a federal government review yep. over data retention. And one of the suggestions was that the they'd be also in favour of verifying a customer's data when necessary mm. using biometrics, like a fingerprint or facial eye, facial I recognition. thought what was smart about this was, and look, I'll be honest, I put the boot in to Optus. You were very <laughs> journalistic about it. I was very yes. opinionated I about it. I said in the wake of the recent Optus data breach. And what I did said, you say? While Optus remains curled up <laughs> in the fetal position in the corner, not oh. talking to anyone, not explaining their position on ID documents, and frankly not contacting oh. all their customers. Oh. Telstra has taken the opportunity to express some simple views and explanations that will help us all because I'll look at it this way. One of the big questions I've heard over the last few weeks is why do the telcos need our ID? Yeah. And the second one is why do they keep our IDs? Yeah. And t- and well, it's the law, data retention but laws. That, that's, this is yeah. what's brilliant is Telstra yeah. went, let's answer those questions. Yeah. And they said, we have to. We have to verify who you are to give you yes. uh, an account. And secondly, we have to retain them so that we can verify who you are for the life of the telco legislation, which is about two years. Minimum of two keeping, years, right? yeah, at least two years. And so, so if there's a crime or if a, gov- if a criminal investigation or some law enforcement agency requests information, the telco is obliged to hand it over. And say who had that phone. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's part of the deal, why there are data retention yep. laws in the first place. But is, I is love it, how Telstra said, though, we do the same thing that other telcos do. We get the hundred point of ID, <laughs> all of that. But they said that their their uh, data is all encrypted and stored thoughtfully. Yes, which kind of was the, it, that the, was a shot the, across the, the bow. The, the, in, in the case of Optus, we know now that the hackers were able to not only get into the system mm. but download Extract and steal the data. the data that obviously was not encrypted. Yes. They proved that, didn't they? That it yeah. wasn't encrypted. Definitely wasn't. So that so it has like I, I also take out of that that has tell has Optus broken the law by not encrypting no, the data. Because the, wasn't that uh, wasn't the law to encrypt have it encrypted? Optus got an exemption because their systems were so archaic. So that you they were talking about the what were the legacy systems. Yes. Right. Yeah. But but it's madness. They're a they're a tel- they're a tech company. Couldn't they yeah. Yeah, well, but don't you just think it's brilliant? And I mean, it's top timing. level yeah, brilliant yeah, by Telstra smart. to say Optus. And let's be clear, refresher Optus still hasn't contacted anyone outside of those yeah. few that were affected. And there's the still customers of Optus who've never heard a thing yeah. and are just assuming they're not affected. I know. I've spoken to about <laughs> half of them on the radio. <laughs> yeah, and so and so because yeah. because I, I mentioned obviously that I had seen some of the data that was leaked online. I get emails every day going, "Am I on that list? Am I on that list? Really? Am I on that list?" Why don't um, you sell it, mate? Sell it for a dollar, for <laughs> ten bucks. I'll and find out for you. Did you see what happened to the kid that was sending <laughs> yeah. text messages? But no, but you, you're not but, extorting them; you're helping them. Yeah, I just I think it no, might I'm be joking. illegal to even have. I'm joking. Um, yeah. The bottom so the, line the is, Coppers, uh, Telstra Trevor lives at <laughs> Telstra. Telstra went. Let's answer the questions that Optus customers would have. Yeah. And then let's take the the conversation further. Yeah. So they answer that question about why they retain and why they ask. Yes. And then they went. 
what what can happen next? Yeah. And I, again, I think that was such a smart thing to do because I'd never heard of the trusted digital identity framework. Yeah. Right? It sounds amazing. It's basically a framework that talks about how we can have a digital identity that essentially doesn't require, you know, physical cards yeah. and numbers and things and how that could be used by people like Telco. So imagine this. Remember last week I mentioned that Optus, the Optus app, yep. actually is amazing. You can basically onboard with Optus via the app without yep. seeing anyone. You can just do all your identity verification. Yep. What it should be is that those apps and those websites and those things, like even if you apply for a loan yep. um, through Harvey Norman for a million months interest-free, <laughs> um, when you click the button, it should go, right, boom, pop-up message, you know, MyGov ID or something, some system yep. that verifies your ID. And and it just works. Yeah, right. I did it this afternoon because I changed phones so often. The bloody MyGov ID system changes every time. It doesn't retain your information. But the MyGov ID, firstly, it's... Uh, facial recognition, so it's biometric, which Telstra talked about, and it says to me my my strength of identity is strong, yep. because I've I've given them, I've uploaded to the government my passport details and my driver's license details, and it even did a facial scan that was then verified against my passport photo. Yeah, okay. And so this is strong. So when you log into some services, it says yeah. get get an ID from my gov ID, and I'm like, yeah, cool, we'll do that. Well, I, I'm I think that. Um the whole biometric, would, you know, we've had fingerprint, fingerprint ID, fingerprint, face ID for a few years now. Now, isn't that something that a hacker just can't fake? They can't fake that. So that does doesn't that to you sort of seem to be the future to you, where the yeah the the, the 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 skeleton key of the whole thing is your fingerprint? Like, imagine you go. So let's put a scenario: you go into an Optus store, you want to get a new phone, yeah. right? So. Optus will tap into the National Register of Data and say, right, what's your name? Okay, what's your name? Stephen Fennick. What's your date of birth? Boom, boom, yep. boom. Where do you live? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, for you to confirm it, just you need to just register, put put your fingerprint here to to see if it matches what's on record with the, with the government. Yeah. So you could potentially go, boom. Yeah. Big tick comes up and the, that data is not in Optus's system. They've just accessed it yeah. from… I think that's overthinking yeah. it because there's a couple of problems there. Um, biometrics, so face or fingerprint yep. recognition. Yep. For example, Apple and Samsung and Google store that information on a secure chip. Yeah, so on they're your, not on your phone, but yes, yeah. but they're not going to want to have a methodology where that's passed through to another agency. Well, what, what, which is well, no, but, but, but it's but app you, based, mate. You just make it app based. No, but you you approve when you when you purchase something, you approve it with a fingerprint or face ID. Yes, which so is what, Apple approving it. Okay, so why can't you? Well, you're an Apple customer because you've got an iPhone. Why yes. can't that approval happen for that? Yes, through the MyGov app. Right. That's what I'm saying. It needs to be. Well, no, it'd be a centrally located data store, like that. So you'd say MyGov, where all our data is yeah. anyway. But so I, rather, what I'm so saying, rather than is, having just, it. Sorry, in, for clarification, yeah. I'm saying it won't match fingerprints with the data store. The data store simply keeps my passport details, yeah. my identity details to confirm that I'm a real person. Yes. And by using the biometrics in MyGov ID, I'm validating that I'm the right person. And then it just presents you with a six-digit code, right. which is a you know dynamic code, which it verifies who you are. But I think, All you need to do is verify who you are. Yeah, no, that's right. So bottom line is that the, the reason they need the 100-point of ID is to prove your, who your identity. Mm. So, so in, I, I can sort of see what you're saying. So rather than them, every telco storing their own copy of your data, 
that there should be one copy of your data in a centrally located, so MyGov, and that the telcos apply to, through your permission, yeah. to verify your information and the... the the signing on the dotted line is your fingerprint or your face ID to prove that you that is that it was you. you. Yes, right. Because for me, when you log into a government service and it says, um, you know, validate yourself with MyGov, yeah, it, it automatically kind of sends the app a notification. You open the app and there's a six-digit code. You type the code. Yeah. It's like a two-factor authentication. Yeah. There's no reason why that isn't the system that can't work. Not just at telcos, but yeah. as I said, at, at banks, at, at Harvey Norman, wherever, so, you need to approve your identity. So I should never need to hand over my driver's license to anyone. Yeah. It should just come back saying, you know, yes to driver's yes, license, you're approved. valid yes. for yes. six months or more. He is actually Trevor Long. This and, is and, Trevor Long. And yeah. so, for example, he is Trevor Long and he has a, a passport valid for more than six months yeah. or he has a driver's license valid for more than 12 months. You yeah. know what I mean? Like little yeah. it's, it's like, like It that. reminds me of uh, how Apple Pay works. You know how Apple Pay they token create based. this unique token where yep. the, the retailer doesn't even know your credit card number. Yeah. But they go, yeah, he is. This he's legit. This he is the payment. See you later. Everyone gets what they want, but without sharing that vital information. Couldn't that do similar thing here with with the data, where you can you you're not sharing, you're not having to share all your details, but the approved the stuff that's on record is approved at either end. Without the exchange of data? Yeah, well, it's a similar thing because Apple Pay is simply validating you are who you are and then sending a single token code. It's not sending yeah. in information. Apple Pay doesn't yeah. know if you've got money or not. Yeah. It just sends a token that says this is who, this is which card we're using. Yeah. It's the bank that does the rest. Yes. But you've got to remember we've got to be real careful not to build a system that relies on certain types of phones. Yeah. So ID is an app that works on all phones um, and it, and – it's the two-factor authentication that that is bypassing, you know, yeah. having to put in passwords. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I think we need a central thing. But here's the biggest problem with it. What's that? The Australia card. You remember that? Yeah. Remember all the drama about having an Australia like that? Would actually solve everything. Having an ID card. Just an ID card. Yeah. And everyone was up in arm. But, but you know what though, mate? That was decades ago. Yeah. So I think to now, back then. Now I think even more now people would be well, filthy with the government having. Such yeah, things. But well, what's funny is it's government data anyway. Yeah, I know, but, but wouldn't you rather the government have your data securely than some, Optus. Hacker, than some hacker? Than Optus. Yeah. Yes. But wouldn't you be more comfortable <laughs> with one copy of your data being stored in, in a government server, which you assume is secure, uh, right? Well, well, how many government uh, hacks has there been? Not many. No, none. Yeah. Yeah. There's been no. there's been uh, open API problems where yeah. they've been able to like poll and get an information back, yeah. but there's never been a hack. Yeah. I on think grand that scale. The, so the less it's like everything. If you got if you got multiple, if you got a secret document, and you've got a hundred copies of the secret document, <laughs> the chances of it getting out is higher. Yeah. If there's one master copy of the secret document and no other copies, that would be more secure than having multiple copies of it. Yeah. Isn't that kind of what we're talking about here Without with question. the data? Yeah. So yeah. Hope they're listening to us. I think the idea is we want to not be handing over our ID numbers yeah. in the future. Well, you know that it's there. <coughs> it's centrally located. It's there. We've just got to confirm that it's us. Yeah, and I think if you went into a store, let's say you go into a Telstra store and you say, I want a new plan, and they say, can I see your ID? You show your ID. Yeah. But then on their computer system, yeah. they go, can I just now get a, a MyGov validation from you, please? Six-digit code, types in. The computer system goes, bang, is it real? Yes, it is. Yep. Validated, done. And that's it. Cool. That's yeah. the finish of the process. Yeah. Like, it's actually not rocket science. Well, is Albo going to step up here or what? Is, is the government going to we'll say We'll ask him right. when he comes on the show. Yeah. <laughs> How you go with that, by the not way? Not well. Yeah. I, I've made zero progress with Optus 2, just so you know. Have they replied to any of your emails no. ever? No. 
in the last three weeks? No. But um, look, I think unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's uh, and just put you know the two what? blokes. We are willing <coughs> to consult. Yeah, but uh, look, Imagine like like everything, consultant. right? Like, you hope, you hope <coughs> that you know this. This has been a shocking thing for Optus, and you learn from your mistakes, though. You learn. We get something out of it. Yeah. So at the end of it, that that there was some good can come of that. Yeah, I think that's where we're heading, mate. Um, good, good for everyone but Optus. That's what I'm hoping for. Anyway, back to you. Two <laughs> blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. That's the place to go if you want your great security cameras and have that peace of mind. Now, when we're recording security footage, it's it's all about, as we know, getting a clear, easy-to-understand picture that can help you make smart decisions faster. And there are some security cameras that make it easy for us these days. In fact, some make it too easy, like the Arlo Ultra 2 security camera which has smart zoom. Did you know this feature existed? Uh, honestly, no. A feature this automatically tracks and zooms in on motion when it's detected. Now, we're not just talking about a reframe of the footage here. What this does is use the Ultra 2's 12x zoom and 4K HD recording features to focus in and track activity with a strong level of detail because it's 4K, right? It's smart hardware and smart software working hand in hand and the result is a clear and easy to, to understand image of all the important things happening while still recording the entire field of view. It's genius. Now, they sent us a video of this technology in use. I've actually seen it in my home because what it is on, on one of my cameras yep. at the front, it tracks the person kind of walking to the front yeah. door. It's like it zooms in on them. Yep. Now, I know it's I know it's hard. It's a podcast, right? So I can't explain it. I can't show a video. But let me just describe this as a massive Goldilocks situation. <laughs> Um, it looks like a, a, a log cabin where Kramer shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> and there's a big mother bear. Not with cigars. Anyway. And a little tiny um, baby bear. And as the mama bear, it's interesting because when the when the mama bear walks past and the baby bear goes behind a pole, the yeah. camera zooms straight in on the mama bear. But then when the baby comes back out from behind ah. the pole, it goes out again. So it's actually okay. just phenomenal how it just smart, tracks eh? them around. Because if you didn't zoom in, yeah. you just have this kind of wide shot. And so you get a lot, lot wow. more detail, expanding and tracking them across the whole shot until they're out of the field of view. Um, it makes it a hell of a lot easier than having to pinch and zoom in all on your own. Wow. So details about that automated track and zoom uh, from Arlo. And you can check them out at all good retailers. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennec. So, I spent some money on Amazon, uh, and you can't... How much money, mate? You can't yeah. have a go at me because no, you got an Amazon package while I've been sitting here. Exactly. Um, the It was around 280 bucks, 290 bucks. Okay. So under $300, yep. but still expensive for what it is. But okay. I'm telling you, mind-blowing. So, I've got a bunch of photos from uh, negatives. Bathurst, 1992, 91. Uh, proper negatives. They still say Kmart on it, where I clearly got them developed back at Woi Woi Deepwater Plaza. And, you know, when you show them to your kids, they go, what are those? And you go, they're photos. And they go, no, they're not. They're horrible because they don't know what a negative is, right? <laughs> so yeah. I bought this thing called the Kodak Slide and Scan. Yep. Little unit, about a five-inch screen on the front, plug it into USB power, turn it on. And then it says, what are we What are we scanning? What are we looking at? And you say it's a film. You say it's 135 mil. It's a negative. Or, you, or it could be a slide or it could be oh. 110 mil. There's yeah. a few different sizes and things. Yep. There's this kind of slide um, uh, 
mark rule that goes in the side, and then you literally just push your negative in. Yep. And as you push it in, essentially this is a digital camera that's looking down on a bright light box, and as you push it in, the photo appears on the screen. Wow. And, mate, it's magic. Because wow. I'm going, oh, my God. And once you work out which way it is around, because you can get it upside down yeah, yeah, in, in mirrored yeah. version. But once you get it right, yep. then you line it up in the middle. You put an SD card in the back, yep. and you press OK. And it saves it as a photo. Slide it through again, press OK. Slide it through again, press OK. Now, I did it so with... You, so if you've got old negatives, that yep. you, rather than you having to get from the original to, photo Because I've it. still got the books. photo. I've got photo... Albums, albums yeah. with all these photos in them. And the negatives at the back. And the negatives are just in the back, right? Yeah. And I went one day, because I've got one of those fast photo scanners, right? Yeah. But I went to do that, but I had to, you got to rip open every single bit of plastic, you got to pull out the photo. Yeah. It was going to be a lot of work. Yeah. This, mate, way easier. So the negative, how many, there's like four, five pictures four, on a strip? Four in a strip. Yep. And then you can actually plug a HDMI into this, comes with a little oh, mini HDMI, and you can do a slideshow. And you can Speaking also of slides. Does it do slides yep, as well? You can do slides, so and, the, and, the, and the negative in the slide can be a 110 or 135 mil, or the one in so between. So it's creating a digital image from the mega negative or the slide onto your computer. From the negative and yeah. all the slide, whichever but, you uh, use. But it, but the end result is a digital the file. Di the on end your computer. result is a photo wow. on on an but SD so, card. Right. Okay. And then you take the SD card out, put it in your computer, and you've got a. So you can't connect connect directly to a computer. It's an SD card. No, SD card you would do. Right, okay. Uh, I, so it's like an independent little system. It's an system. independent little system. Yeah, you cool. sit at the dinner table so and it doesn't just slide need to, it through. So it doesn't need to be compatible with no, any kind of computer system. Yeah, right. So, uh, and then so the other night. contained I remember I have a slide of my dad's Holden Brougham, and it's a cool slide because I know where it was shot. It's out the front of my, my nana's house, mum's mum, and my mum's in the passenger seat. So it's a really cool slide of mum and dad in this sick, sick car, and it's a slide. And I had I remember putting it in a yellow, you know, those inter-office memo things? yeah. Yeah, one of those, <laughs> and I put it in a folder, and I've got this folder of just stuff of dad, like newspaper articles, stuff like that. Yeah. And I said, Amanda, where is this bloody thing? I've, I've, I cleaned in my office looking for it. And she said, it's uh, in the safe. I went, ah, bravo. There you go. So I went to the safe, grabbed it out, and I got this cash. slide. Yeah. <laughs> but then I found a bunch of other photos. Now, they're not amazing photos, but they're from literally 1976. Wow. And they had 100 mil, like 110 mil the slides. Smaller. So the tiny, tiny, tiny uh, negatives. Yeah, wow. And they worked perfectly as well. Wow. Push it through. That click, must be some, through, quite click. a thing when you see the photo just pop up. And, mate, the yep. kids were like, what is this magic? Wow. It was awesome. Because so, they'd never seen a negative. They didn't know what a negative nah, was. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So under $300 is a lot of money. But here's my thing. And it's the same with the Epson slide and um, photo Fast scanner, photo, which was yeah. like, you know, 700, 700 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Once I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not taking any more negatives. Yeah. Sell it for 250 bucks on Marketplace. Yeah. Or, or share with your family. Well, that's what, so it's yeah. now with um, uh, Jackson's baseball coach. Yep. He messaged me. He goes, mate, any chance, like, well, send me the link because yep. I want to get one. I've got all our wedding photos. I said, mate, just come to my front door. I'll give it to you to borrow. <laughs> so he's doing his wedding photos. Yeah, nice. Then my father-in-law, has. I've sent him, he took. Who's the photography. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's got five negatives from years. And what he did years ago was he put them on a light box and used his camera to take photos. Oh. But I'm tipping. This is better. Yeah right. Now they now they so come out. quality to get? Yeah. They come out as about a five meg photo, about five thousand three hundred pixels by four thousand something. Not bad. Like it's pretty bloody good. That's pretty good. And on the device, you can actually play with the RGB and the brightness uh, and stuff. So you can edit it. But I found just going natural, 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 and then if you want to do tweaks, do them on your computer. Do them on the computer. Yeah. Um, but mate, honestly, really cool wow. gadget. 
and as you said, it doesn't have to be just you. You can share it with your family. Yeah. If you got if you got family photos, just well, invest together in it. I remember suggesting when the fast photo came out that it was like seven six nine nine seven nine nine. Yeah, yeah. And I said this is ideal if a family wants to buy it. Say you you and your, your brother and there, and if you can everyone just shot in to buy it. Yeah. And you share it. Yeah. Because it make it a mate. Everyone could use it and pass it on. So good. Such yeah. a great thing. Because they all want us to buy one each. I suppose. Of course. But the thing is, um, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't use negatives. But y- yeah. you've probably got your family look, photos look under through, the stairs yeah. in a box. I know I have. Yeah. I've got all my kids' photos in albums. Yeah. And all the negatives are at the back. Oh, mate. Oh, when, I, when I get it back, I'll lend it to you. Go to there. Oh, I might buy my own one. <laughs> Doing very well. <laughs> Well, if you want to find it, it, and by the way, it's not in the Amazon Australia store, but it took maybe a week and a half, two weeks uh, to get it. I think it came from the UK. Who cares? It came. It just yeah, arrived. Right. And there um, are no other products similar to that, or is this a... There are, I, when I, are there when others, I looked, or? there are others. Right. But to be honest, I, I I looked at this and I went, I know Kodak isn't really Kodak of old, but yes. it's definitely a Kodak quality product in my view. They've, well, they've got a bit of heritage in this space, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Easy to use, good manual. And what's um, it, 299? It was about two eighty nine or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Including shipping. That includes yeah. free shipping. Yeah. Because you're a prime man, right? Prime, yeah. absolutely, prime. mate. All prime. in on prime. prime. I'm like oh. I'm like sort by what can arrive tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Me first too. it's the first button I push. <laughs> Me too. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad the missus is back at work this week. There's been a few Amazon boxes turning up this week. <laughs> yeah, because the Amazon yeah. boxes are a dead giveaway, it's not a not a review product. Hey, 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 who knows, mate? <laughs> Come on. Hey, <laughs> Amazon sent us Amazon. a lot of stuff yeah, to review. Yeah, I've got a relationship Jeez, with Amazon. Amazon sent a lot of albums for you to review. I've got a relationship with Amazon. Listen, and by my, the way. And my credit card has a relationship with I know with we've got a dinner to get to in half an hour, yeah. but we are not leaving without listening to us. Some of course, mate. I've got okay, it. Just so you know. Of course, mate. <laughs> just so you know. Hey, we will crank it up. Don't worry about that. All right. Full details, a little video, photos, and, of course, the link to buy. The uh, Kodak slide and scan are at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, they they are our great sponsor, and you'll hear more about them in the next little section, but we need to talk about... I don't know about what I'll say about them the, then. Yeah, we need to talk about the <coughs> Wi-Fi 6E, yeah. uh, which we've now both reviewed, and I think is probably the... creates this bulletproof wireless network in your house... I went through the steps here. I um, replaced my older Orbi system with the new 6E. And I know there's a lot of people who, and like a lot of our listeners and people I talk about and talk to on the radio, I think there's a few people who are intimidated by this. They're thinking, oh, this, this yeah. sounds too hard to do. It's actually really simple. Yeah. And it's surprisingly simple. Yes, you get the Orbi app. You set it up. All the instructions are in the app for you to do. Yeah. What you need to do, taking each step by if step. If you try and do yeah. it old school through the browser, yeah. it kind of goes, dude, use the app. Yeah. Oh, the app is is really simple. Takes you through the steps. And honestly, from unpacking the box to your network's up and running was dead set 20 minutes. Yeah. And that included a firmware upgrade. Had to download yeah. it up and install a yep. firmware upgrade. Would have been 15 minutes. And the great so, thing is that <clears throat> most of your daily use of it too are yeah. in the Orbi app. Yeah. And, mate, you can have it set up. So I'm using I'm using it now. I'm at your place. Yeah. And I'm looking at my Orbi app for my home. Yep. Just going to do a speed test. See what it's like. Here? Yeah. No, no, at my home. At your home. Yeah, this is a speed test at my home well, on my well, Orbi system. I, I'll tell you what. I, in my <coughs> review, I did a video on it too. 
But in my review, I said that I was waiting, hoping that my fibre connection would have been done. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking, okay, I'll wait for that just so that it more impressive speeds, right? Yep. So unfortunately, my fibre connection has uh, the outside's done. The inside, there was a bit of a breakdown in communication. I've got to wait till another couple of weeks before that's completed. But I'm currently on the 100 down, 40 up plan, right? Yep. With, with Through Optus. And the speed tests I did, every single download speed test was more than 100 megabits per second. Yeah. And on, I did, I oh, did my struggling. <laughs> 800 yeah, and something. Show off. I did a speed test and I literally went to the furthest corners of my house. Yes. I stood in the furthest corner downstairs, the furthest corners upstairs, and did the speed test. And they were all, they're all in my review 102, 103, 101. Yeah. And so that means that the footprint of my house, if I can get at the extremities of my house, 102, that means in the middle of my house, it's going to be as just as well, just yeah. as good. I, I, I get often six, seven, eight hundred. 900 sometimes on the down. And I wasn't seeing those speeds everywhere, but I was seeing a consistent high speed yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And what I noticed was I had a higher and more consistent speed from the Wi-Fi 6E. Yeah. Now, here's the reason that, that I, I kind of don't go into detail of that in my review because <clears throat> I, don't, I don't start again. So at my house, because of my wife and my lack of uh, or my amount of fear over her, um, I don't want to have to give her anything, like a new password or anything. So yeah. I use the same SSID network name and the same yeah. password. Yeah. And so I've got 73 devices connected yeah. to that network. Yeah. And so I've got IO2, I've got a whole bunch of things happening there. So I haven't gone to the trouble yet of refreshing. When I get myself a, a week off or something, I am going to start from scratch. I'm going to create a new network name because yeah. the number one thing this thing has, and let me be clear, this isn't in the app. You need to dig into the yeah. Into the web interface. the IoT? Yes. yes. But no, hang on. It <coughs> creates that network on its own. Yeah. It creates that network. I, I use the app and I, I change my SSID and password. And I found that it is the password, see my review, my, the, the network is R2D2. Yes. And I won't tell you the password, but it was there. Then I looked further down in my list of networks and it said R2D2. IoT. IoT. And the idea there is this is seriously the best thing ever to yeah. come to mesh so networks. So this is, this is, to be clear, this is the 2.4 gigahertz That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because if you get a uh, a cheap robot vacuum, yeah. I remember having a Xiaomi robot vacuum. I simply could not connect. I couldn't get yeah. the app to work. Because you couldn't identify because, the 2.4. Because it, wouldn't, it would try and connect to a 5 gigahertz network. It wouldn't work because yeah. mesh systems don't often differentiate. Yes. So you can actually, if you dig into those back-end settings, you can actually separate out. Your 2.4, your 5 gigahertz, yeah. your 6E, and an IoT network. On, like you can do some yeah. serious things under the hood. And that, to me, yeah, that's is that, That's brilliant. a massive feature. But speaking of the 5 gigahertz, there's four bands all together. So you get a 6 gigahertz for your 6E product. So like I, I saw the new HP laptops today. They've got 6E built in. The Samsung S22 Ultra Fold Flip or 6E. Uh, some tablets, I think, may have 6E Let's be clear, as well. Apple, not 6E. Apple, yeah, no iPhones, no iPads with yep. 6E or MacBooks with Mad, or MacBook Pros. Yep. Um, but there is 6 gigahertz network. There's two 5 gigahertz networks, which is smart because there's a 5 gigahertz for all the other devices to run on. Yes. But the other 5 gigahertz is the backhaul channel. So that's all the data coming back from the satellites, satellites yeah. to the router, the main router. And the second, but the fact that there's a second channel means it's not imposing on the other channel. So it's not compromising your bandwidth. Then chuck in the 2.4 gigahertz, the IoT network, and 
you've got now this easily identifiable sections of the network and working at great speeds. I love, too, the fact that the main router has the it's a really plain internet connection, so you know where to put the connector from the route modem to that. Yeah. And that's future-proofed as well. That's capable of up to 10, 10 gig. gigabits per second. Yeah. Like, I'm about to get the gigabit per second, hopefully, with my new fiber connection. So yeah. imagine that knowing that this, if, if they ever offer a plan of 10 gigabits per second, I can say, good yeah, go. sure, I'm good. Plus, so many other things. Um, there's a 2.4 gigahertz, gigabit Ethernet on each satellite, which instantly, without any real setup and requirement, means you can wire the backhaul. Yeah. So you can hardwire the backhaul without any doing any major configuration. Brilliant. Mm. Um, there is no quality of service, which is a bit of a bummer for me. Yeah. Because if you think about a Nighthawk and stuff like that, and in this kind of – and by the way, $2,800, right? Yes. It's, just, it's, it's a two-satellite, one-router system. Yeah. So, so it's also get, a very get, big system. You're effectively getting three yes. 6E routers. Now, yes. Netgear has a standalone 6E router that's $1,100. Yes. So if you think times that by three, if you were to buy three routers, it's 3300 So you're getting – for less than a like nine hundred each, three Wi-Fi yeah. six E routers. I would I would just think that for that money, I'd like to have quality service, which means I can yeah, right. say this device, this device, and this device get so priority on my network. Them on the, so, so the TVs so always the TV, the Xbox, and, and the PlayStation. Yeah, right. They always get priority. It doesn't matter what the kids are doing; yeah. those devices get priority. But hang on, I'll ask you this though: Does it need QoS if the bandwidth is there? Like if there's there's you know you've separated your devices, the sixty gigahertz, two point four gigahertz. So it doesn't. Yeah, but if there any still the need if, for if that? If the PlayStation is on the the five gigahertz mesh, yep. and Jackson's a teenager, you know, uploading some big video project to his school yeah. database or something, and the network's being overwhelmed, then yeah, yeah I mean, right. it could happen, okay. right? Okay. So that's why quality of service is awesome. But, but I think, but but uh, so that uh, that's kind of a point of differentiation, isn't it, from Net, for the Nike's other yep. products? Yeah, the Nike. And the other thing I'd say is that back end, which you're not meant to use because you got the app. But if you do yeah. dig into the back end on the web, it's very old. Like that hasn't changed in ten years. Right. And I think that that could be. It's you know when you go, I still think Amazon is the ugliest website on the planet. Yeah. Um, it's just so plain. They haven't. Like it's just not yeah. jazzy, but it doesn't need to be because it's functional. Yeah, that's what's that's what that back end is. But don't you reckon though? Isn't this sort of meant to be a consumer product? That's like it's like buying a car. You know, it's going to run. It's going to be reliable. You don't need to know how it works. I understand. Do you that. reckon it's like that? Do you reckon I'm, that's their approach? I'm just saying for Look, given this thing, it'd has, be nice if you given could maybe get under the hood a little bit. Ten gigahertz Ethernet backhaul capabilities, yeah. all this stuff. I'd, I'd I'd ramp it up. But couldn't that be something that they could provide with a firmware upgrade? Maybe. A possible yeah. Possible future. Quite firmware possibly. Upgrade? Yeah, right. Now. Um, black or white? White. Thank you. You get the black one. If you got the black one, I'll be on the phone so quickly. <laughs> Honestly, if you're thinking about getting this, mm. I'm just going to say there's black. some great deals that, that uh, you know around the place of JBs yeah. and stuff. But buy it from Netgear. The black one looks sensational. Oh, you can, oh, right, can you only get it from Netgear. You can only get it from Netgear really? online. Yeah. I got store, the white. So you got the white one? Yeah, store.netgear.com. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you would have given that up straight away. Um, yeah, honestly. You would have swallowed. There's photos of it on my story. The black one. You think I read it? The black one is only <laughs> is available. That a yes or no? You didn't no, read it. Oh, no, thanks, mate. It's only available at Netgear's store online. Yeah, now, good on you. The other thing is, I have never put so much into the security yeah. as I have with this one. Oh, with Armour. So I've gone all in. I've gone all in on Armour. And I've got to tell <laughs> you've you... Surpri- you've subscribed further than three months? Uh, the free three months? When when I get my alert saying my trial's up, I'm clicking, I'll take it forever, thanks. Yeah, right. So what's it cost, about five bucks a month or something? Or? I've got no idea. I don't care. 
Okay. Doing very well. That's good. 100 bucks a year, whatever yeah. it is, I'll Security, take it. Security, right? of course, you've got to pay for it. I, I now have 121 devices scanned. Whoa. So that's yeah. devices that have been turned on while in, in and connected to my Wi Fi network. Yep. yep. 700 vulnerabilities found. Right. Oh, hello. But outside, and a lot of that is just, oh, can, you should install Bitdefender on these devices. Yeah, I'm not right, doing that. Right, okay. But just today alone, today, so my wife works from home. She's got a, a work laptop, um, which I don't need to go into detail, but it has a very clear name. Like, you know, your what do you call it? Your your computer name. You might call it Steve's laptop or whatever. Yep. It, it's, it's, I know it's her work laptop is all okay. I'm saying. Okay. I This morning I got a phishing alert twice within 20 minutes on my wife's laptop and I sent her the photo and I said have you been clicking any links right now she goes no I'm just I'm watching the thing and I said you've got to send this to your IT department because I, there's something on the computer right and I've got a, a really really old D-Link dome camera in my man cave uh-huh. which is hardwired PPOE I've never just never disconnected it I don't know how yeah. to use it anymore yep. it's low res but like it's had 65 um, <laughs> attacks on it oh, that have no. been that have been blocked. Yeah, well. Um, so, so you know, you know, mate, I've got to say, my one thing that I don't like yeah. is just the the frequency of notifications. What's so, the notifications? I love getting no, notifications no, but, saying but, new 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 devices join your network. Yeah, okay, but I I, I was just thinking I, I want to be able to check this manually. I know there should be levels, I reckon, of severity. If there's something really critical that's happened, let that be my notification. Rather than saying no yeah. new vulnerabilities found. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Maybe because I get so many vulnerabilities. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is the the parental stuff is brilliant as well. So yeah. I can allocate a device. So you, you name people. So I've got Victoria there. Yep. And I've gone or somewhere here. I've said what devices are hers. Oh, yep. geez. I've pressed another button. Um, and so it now knows which are her devices. And so I can come in and if they're in trouble, I can just go pause. Ooh. So any of Victoria's devices, so she's got a little mobile phone she uses once a week yep. and she's got a tablet she uses whenever she wants. Yeah. I can just hit pause and none of those two work. Ooh. Wi-Fi just stops working. Jackson, what's he got? iPhone. He's got an iPhone. And, and he's got a things, tablet, yeah. a iPad as well. Not putting major parental controls on his phone. Hello. Yeah. Don't really need Still to know. Still not allowed to take him into his room? Don't mate? really. No. Don't really, really want to know what he's up to. Mate, no. what a party pooper you are. Yeah, I'm a parent. <laughs> I'm a parent in the When did you turn age. 16 this year? December, yeah. Oh, good luck to him. Um, 120 devices in my home. Look at them all. Wow. And, and that's the only other Mate, thing. I've got a, that just in this room, I It's a net. <laughs> no, you don't. Open yours. How many devices you got? In armor. Um, no, it's taken, I, it's taken a while. No, it's, it's actually I won't, populating. I won't do that because it's not my only network. I've got other networks. You're an idiot. Uh, but I, I am going to migrate a lot of stuff to, to this one. This it's new one. taken a yeah. while, but because when it first did it, it, it struggled with device I, yeah, names. I need to retire a couple of networks. But it has it has now named pretty much everything really, really well. Okay. Look at my Z Fold, my Z Flip. <laughs> Good luck. Also, yeah. look at all these Apple devices. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, fanboy much. Got a Good lot of stuff. You. Good on you. Anyway, um, that's the uh, Netgear Orbi Wi-Fi 6E full review at techguide.com.au and mine at eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And they are great sponsors. We we weren't doing those reviews because they're sponsors. We're doing reviews because they're a great product. So what, so what were you talking about? Um, Wi-Fi 6E? Wi-Fi 6E. But yeah. I just think a reminder... You can buy direct from Netgear. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of benefits to that in terms of shipping and all these different notifications. Yep. But store.netgear.com.au will get you direct access to Netgear. There's often specials there. Yes. 
as we said with the Orbi Wi-Fi 6E, there's sometimes kind of exclusive product SKUs, which we, is what they call in retail. We should also mention the fact that the Orbi is designed to cover a quite a large area, like 800, up to 800 square, square metres. So if you live in a like a long house or a multi-storey house... I live in a long house. house. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> <physically>, <laughs> I mean a physically long house, a long, narrow house... You can uh, you got coverage if you live in a multi-story home. I've got a two-story home. I've got two satellites upstairs and the main one. Yeah, I've got here. two stories, mate. Oh, okay, two two stories of this, this house. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that that I think is something you take into account. And if you require more coverage, you can buy additional satellites. Game on. Yeah, I don't so. think you will though. I know this covers it the like three a tarpaulin. Is mate. a cracker. Yeah. Like if you're eight hundred square meters, that's a lot. Yeah, hey, that's that's my. Yeah, I'm giving Wi-Fi too. to my neighbours. Yeah, Are you what? kidding? I, my whole block is about that. Jacko said one of his mates' parents bought a house around the corner. I said, mate, we just put an Orbi in the back corner. You'll be able to get yeah. a network. You know, dramas. Yeah. So, yeah, well, my my block here is is roughly 800 square metres. Really? So, yeah, we've, co- we've covered from front fence to the – I'm going to do a test in the front fence. It should and work. the back fence. should yeah. work. Yeah. That's how my Traeger connects. <laughs> anyway, store.netgear.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, so Google, we uh, I went to an event. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yep, you bagged me for it too. Trevor was there. He graced us with his presence. I um um the Google Pixel Seven and Google Pixel Seven Pro were announced uh, last Friday, so that's what we couldn't talk about on last yes. week's show. Yes. Um, but they, they mate, I do love Google Design. Yep. I don't mind the way they they have some unique colours. Nine ninety nine and twelve ninety nine is strong price, which are cheap. And you know what? Someone, I think I got an email to say that worldwide, when you do all the conversions of pricing, we're actually getting them. We're one of the cheapest countries really? in the world. Yeah. So I don't know what the price is in the US, but um, we're we're actually doing not bad with the pricing. Right. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Compared Normally to, where they're not. Yeah. yeah compared to others. So. Um, that's so. It's what is it? Nine nine nine. Nine 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 and twelve nine nine. Yeah. And the seven has what six point three inch screen, and the other one's got six point eight inch screen. Uh, I don't know the numbers off. So the the Pixel Seven Pro. Don't um, you find it interesting that with their new G two tenor chip or whatever it's tensor, called, right? Tensor chip. Yeah. They they don't do any benchmark. They don't talk about how much faster it is, even no. than their own one. They yeah. don't say how much better it is than last year. Yeah. That, yeah, I do find that strange. I find that. Uh, curious. I think um, they don't want to be held accountable to that, maybe. I think, I, although I notice Apple did Apple say how much faster the sixteen is they this year? Always do. Did they do it again this year? Yeah, they, did they say up to two X faster doing whatever and I think so. An extra core does this and Oh no, I lost it. Lost so it. so uh, yeah, you're right. I think someone even asked that question of the dude who was there, right? Eh? Yeah. And and he said, Oh, we don't do the benchmarking and don't release it. Yeah. They probably do the benchmarking, but and they, they don't go, say you know, anything. this is not good enough for us to release that. Good good <laughs> Well, I'm waiting for all the geeks to do that. Uh, oh, it'll be done. Probably doing it already. By it'll now. be done. And yeah. I think so. It's interesting because Google normally has a couple of features that are standouts, and I'll tell you what mine is. Yep. De-blurring. Yeah, the photo I blur. So you can take a photo. Frankly, you can take a photo from the slide and scan. Save yeah. it. Put it in your, in your so camera. So it's in your camera roll, Because yeah. it, it doesn't have to be a photo taken on the Pixel, because they would argue the Pixel shouldn't take blurry photos, I'm guessing. <laughs> but it's the it's the computing power and, yeah. the, and the photo engine. So that all comes from the Tensor chip and yeah. the whole – they're doing an Apple here, really, aren't they? Yes. Own chip, own hardware, own yes. software. So Don't you think it's interesting that Samsung's not doing that? Very much, yes. I remember saying years ago when Samsung first launched the first Galaxy phone. I was still working at the telly at the time. looked a lot like the iPhone. 
And I remember saying, why don't Sam- Samsung's, like Apple's gone out with iOS or a year earlier. Why don't Samsung just go boom and do their own one? They were on the on the verge of becoming this massive smartphone company. Mm. They were already there, getting there. That's what I wondered. Why did they do, Why did they hang in there with Android? Why did they decide that? And I'm and I'm thinking back even further where Nokia had the opportunity to take Android, mm. but they stuck with their Symbian system. Remember Symbian? And they, they went that? to Windows. Yeah, like I'm. Isn't that an opportunity? <coughs> I know there was dramas between Android and, and Nokia. There was some sort of deal that they didn't see eye to eye on that's sort of why Nokia decided to give to avoid using Android initially mm. but imagine if those little decisions had been made and you're right so you'd think a company like Samsung would have their own silicon would have everything running yeah you know, maybe not their own operating system but would have their own silicon at least yeah yeah I mean Hyundai announced today that they're doing a whole Connected car thing, and they they got their own operating system, the CCOS wow. Connected Car Operating System. So all their cars, Kia, Hyundai, and wow. Genesis, but and from twenty twenty five will run this system. And you know, it's kind of fascinating you know, that, they're, yeah. that they're putting that kind of effort in. And that, but yeah, I just find that interesting. Anyway, the Pixel Seven, um, they're they're available now. Oh, look, the problem they've got is they ha- they just haven't cracked the market. Yeah, but I, I think the uh, price wise, I reckon they're doing pretty good. Absolutely. Price-wise, that's attractive. Like, you know, people, obviously, Samsung and Apple are the two, the big two companies. Yeah. I think this is a real viable alternative. And the questions I've had recently about this is that they, I think a lot of customers love the fact that it's just pure Android. There's no, yes. there's no it's layer. It's vanilla, as they yeah. call it. So, yeah. So, they, they're liking the fact that there's only one browser, one mail client. Like, you know, when you get a Samsung phone or any other Android phone, yeah. there's... Samsung's internet browser. There's Chrome. There's, there's it's like Noah's Ark. There's two yeah. of everything on it. Whereas <laughs> this is not. This is just pure oh. Android. The very latest, by the way, Android 13, yeah. which is you know, obviously Google first out, first cab off the rank because it's yeah. their own product. But I think for a purist who wants, who's not a fan of Apple or Samsung, this is, I think, a really good option. Yeah. And and, the, and all, again, obviously, my standout feature for me is related to the camera. Is their, their camera technology. And it's it, is it through their computational photography, all the stuff that goes into it? Their cameras <coughs> take great photos, and they always have. Remember, yeah. they had a single Even lens single camera. Lens. Yes. They were smashing it. Yeah, that's amazing how they can do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I think they might have dropped the ball with the watch, though. So you reckon? Uh, what's what's your big? What's it's your problem? It's very with the watch? small, and yeah. the screen like there's a five millimeter round. Yeah. Dead space around the screen because the screen yeah. kind of drops off small. to the side. It's tiny. So you reckon? I reckon they should have had two sizes. They should have yes. had. A, so they've gone for the one size fits mate, all. I can't wear it. It looks like yeah. a woman's watch on it me. It looks small. Yeah, I reckon they should you have got these kind of f- man hands, mate. Come on. <laughs> they should have gone for. I think the it looked like a freckle on you. The goal. <laughs> the goal would have been to have the one watch for everyone. Yeah. So rather than they've having, taken the Fitbit approach. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, they own Fitbit, don't they? That's yes. part of it. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I, it, it is. It is small. It uh, it does. It looks like a little twenty. I'm sorry. Wrist. Yeah. Size matters. Should be bigger yeah. when it comes to watches only. Uh, full disclosure. But when uh, yeah, yeah. So, but I think they wanted to avoid having to put two two models out. That's double the Why work. Why would you avoid that? Well, I don't know. They maybe try. Well, they got went two, to all the trouble of making phones. a million different bands. You know, yeah, like Apple does yeah. and everything. And they got two phones. Why Mate, could the presentation, they? by the way. Do they look the summary slides? Yeah. Apple, 
I mean, yeah, but like they went to the trouble of making a seven and a seven pro. Why couldn't they have gone Pixel Watch, Pixel Watch Pro, mm. making two of them, so that you know, give customers the I choice? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But no, I think you're right. It is. Oh, I'm detract. pretty confident that the um, that the reviews will be glowing because it is vanilla. Yeah. It is a great operating system, yeah. um, which has obviously been enhanced again. Fitbit in the watch. Um, though the other thing about the Fitbit stuff is a lot of the good stuff is subscription-based as well. Yeah, but you, you, I think you get a three-month You get three months intro know, but offer. Yeah. Like, man, could there be more subscriptions in our lives? Yeah. Seriously. Well, nothing for nothing, mate. They, they bought Fitbit to make money, didn't they? they didn't yeah, I know, but you know what it is? It is, yeah. it is? It's nothing for something. The problem is all this stuff that we're getting, in these kind of in this example anyway, yeah. is just it's just a feature in an app. Mm. It's not like it's costing them money to compute how well no, you slept. Of course not. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. It's just it's just because services revenue is now seen by Wall Street as a thing to have. Yeah. Oh, I think that's yeah. sad. I think that's I do like the band uh system to replace it. It's really yeah. clever. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of really described easy. it like a camera uh, yeah, camera yeah. lens. You press a press a button and like when you take a lens out. Yeah. Similar sort of deal, eh? Yeah. It's really no, smart. That's very well done. That's really smart. I do like their selection of bands too. I like the the whole you, the watch looks completely different with what what is it like is it 19 different band different yeah. watch faces too? Yeah. But a, a wide selection of bands as well. The problem with a round watch that's a smart watch is yeah. a round watch needs a bezel that yeah. looks that's functional like this huge bezel on that bloody thing. Yeah. Just make it a chronograph like a, style, like, a, vir- like a watch. Just Even a virtual bezel. Can't you do something like that? Make it interactive like the gear yeah. used to be. Yeah. Samsung. I just, I think it's, oh, I don't well, know, don't but you, I reckon that's what people ver- are going to say. It's version one, so there's there's room to improve there. Yeah, but yeah. can you come out this late into the game with something that doesn't knock it out of the park? Yeah, maybe. They, I think they want to leave themselves some room for progression. There's room to bit of a runway. They, they don't. They don't want to just bit put of a road map. They don't want to put all the eggs in one basket. They want to give themselves a path, early, path of they? progression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want that, mate. No, you don't. All right. Um, that's a wrap for two blokes talking tech. It's been wonderful, Stephen. It's been and, a pleasure, um, mate. It's been a pleasure we're going to have dinner with the great people at Belkin. Yeah. We look forward to seeing them. And, yeah, nice, um, nice steak, mate. The choice of restaurant I think was no doubt made for to suit Trevor Long. Hundred percent. Yeah. They didn't consult me. About the restaurant. To. You'll eat anything. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, Good the idea. date suits me, so Steve's in. So we, and, didn't, we, uh, we weren't going to go to Nobu or nothing like that because no. Trevor doesn't like the menu. God, you owe me a Nobu meal, by the way. Yeah, thanks, you mate. Have me. the soup and that's a meal. You cost me. <laughs> no, that's not a meal. This isn't the meal. <laughs> you owe me a Nobu feed. <laughs> I'm gonna get what Uber. was the Mendy's? Was Mendy's? I'm gonna I'm gonna get Uber Eats and Nobu or something and just get it delivered to your house. Please do, and man. you'll be like, "That's not the meal." Yeah, this isn't the meal. This is the meal, Banya. This is it. <laughs> Good on you. Um, I was just wondering whether I had what I wanted on here, but being out of the gym, I'm huge. That's Banya. Yeah. Good. All right, mate. See you next week. Good on you. Should I press a button? I think so. I feel like it's not the end of the pro, but I should end this show. End I? the show, mate. Okay. Come on. See you later. Bye bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.